This program is brought to you by Bible Media, overseen by the elders of the Chipman Road Church of Christ in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, ladies. This week we have chosen as a special week to talk about the love of God. And I think it's nice that I managed to hit this on a Valentine's Day, when everyone's thinking about love anyway, so maybe we can just get a good look at our love toward our Father. I've chosen for a subject the uncontainable love of God. There is only one who can say, I love everyone in the entire world from the beginning to the end, and that is the one who created us, the universe, and all that lies within. This love of our Father is unique, and the depth of it is greater than our imaginations can even fathom. We cannot measure it, contain it, nor see an end of it. It stretches beyond our deepest thoughts. It is seen throughout both the Old and New Testaments, and it challenges us in ways that no other earthly love could ever do. God is love personified, and if we could combine all the love of every kind that has ever existed, it could not even begin to compare to the love that God has bestowed upon every individual from sinner to saint. It would be impossible to enumerate the blessings our Father in Heaven has bestowed upon us. Jeremiah 31.3 reads, The Lord hath appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. Everlasting is a long time, except time isn't even involved. As imperfect people who love God deeply, and who struggle to please Him and obey His commandments, we still do not have the capability to love to the depths that God does. Perfect love will be balanced. And this is hard for us sometimes. The love of God exhibited the greatest sacrifice that could ever be offered in His Son, Jesus, who died for our sins, that we, through obedience to His gospel, might live eternally with Him. God has spoken His will for us today and blessed us with so many benefits. But for Him to remain true to His word, He must also be just. And God is just. Job 4, 15-19 states, then a spirit passed before my face. The hair of my flesh stood up. It stood still, but I could not discern the form thereof. An image was before mine eyes. There was silence. And I heard a voice saying, Shall mortal man be more than just God? Shall a man be more pure than his Maker? Behold, he put no trust in his servants, and his angels he charged with folly. How much less in them that dwell in houses of clay, whose foundation is in the dust, which are crushed before the moth. Well, that really kind of lets us know where we are, doesn't it, ladies? As humans, God's creation, we do our best to be just when we love someone. But you know, sometimes our judgment is actually clouded by our love for individuals, isn't it? We were born into a physical world that is filled with wonderful things that God provided for us. And we were designed to love others, to marry, bear children if we're able, or find a proper mate. We have desires to do so that have been placed in us by God for our pleasure, for our relationships. These are beautiful benefits and blessings. God also placed specific instructions regarding these relationships. If those specifics are not within His confines, we are in error. God made provision for those errors and sins, and for Him to be just, He must keep His word in all things. 
On the other hand, humans are often biased and swayed by their feelings of love, aren't they? God does not allow himself that privilege, but rather judges everyone with impartial judgment. The love of God and Christ is perfect, complete. A great example of this is seen in Revelation 3:14 through 22 as Christ addresses the church at Laodicea. In the latter verses of this discourse, specifically 19 through 21, we read, As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him, and he with me. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and am set down with my Father in heaven. Notice there the Lord begins with reminding us of his love, then reminding us that it is incumbent upon him to rebuke or give stern warning, like we do to our children because we love them. He had to chasten those of Laodicea, verbally by his word in the previous verses, 14 through 18. But he doesn't stop there. In 19 through 21, he reminds them of their responsibility as his child, of what they must do. Get your zeal back for the lost souls. You're lukewarm. You're not on fire for endangered souls. And then get your mind off of worldly gain. Okay, now we get to see some of the specifics, right? And then the solution. Repent, do a turnaround, and get back to the business of souls rather than gathering up material things. Of course, we then read our favorite part. He will grant the overcomers to come and sit with him at his throne. Now that's what we all really want, right? No one loves to be chastised, but it is needful to accomplish the Lord's will. We should be ever thankful that God provided this way for us that we would not be lost to the fires of hell by the first infringement. The plan and process for redemption of our souls is the greatest love ever. So let's spend a moment or so looking at the lovely benefits our Father provides, keeping in mind that His way is perfect, not ours. First, let's look at His mercy, compassion, and faithfulness. Lamentations 3, 22-23 says, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. We all love this verse of encouragement, don't we? Then we see justice, truth, and righteousness in Isaiah 45, 21-23. Tell ye, and bring them near, yea, let them take counsel together. Who hath declared this from ancient time? Who hath told it from that time? Have not I the Lord? And there is no God else beside me, a just God and a Savior. There is none beside me. Look unto me, and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth. For I am God, and there is none else. I have sworn by myself, the word is gone out of my mouth in righteousness, and shall not return. That unto me every knee shall bow, every tongue shall swear. Again, we can see God letting us know that He has told us from the beginning. How could we forget? So God's uncontained love for man, what about it? These characteristics we spoke of that define our God Almighty are just a few of those that we see and know of our Heavenly Father. His love is unsurpassable. 
Jesus gave testimony of his Father to those who walked among him, and left his testimony with us today, that we might share it in the heavenly realm where he and the Father now dwell. No one can deny the love of God. It is written, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. John three sixteen through 17 Yes, our God loves us that much. He is the God of salvation to obedient believers. How much more love could be demonstrated than to sacrifice your only Son? Jesus also said in John fourteen ten through 11 Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the, the very work's sake. Ladies, I hope that all of us as Christians will demonstrate that love of God to everyone we come in contact with, giving God the glory and praise He deserves. He truly has shed priceless blessings upon our heads, the greatest of which is His sacrifice of His one and only Son, Jesus Christ, for the remission of our sins. And only a loving, tender-hearted Father could give His all like God has. I thank you for listening. We thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting us at bywaymedia.org. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.